Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 234, Three Essential Steps for Letting Go with More Ease by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who has written down everything he's done every day since 2007. It's turned into a strange obsession. Anyway, welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, also known as the old podcast, which makes you an oldie. Happy Monday and happy first day of August. Crazy. July flew by and I have no idea where the time went. Although I guess I could look at my spreadsheet and tell you what I did each day, but most likely it was working on this podcast. And speaking of work, I was talking to my friend this weekend and I was talking about how entrepreneurs have the best chance at success if they quit their job and put their back against the wall and basically figure out how to make enough money on their own to survive and how that takes a lot of time and effort. Lori Grenier of Shark Tank says something that I totally relate to. She said, I work 80 hours a week so that I don't have to work 40 hours a week. I couldn't have said it any better. So in talking with my friend about that, I decided I'm going to track how many hours a week I work as an entrepreneur. If you're on my weekly newsletter or mailing list, you'll probably hear the results there. I'm really curious. Sometimes I think I must be working like 80 hours a week and other times probably a lot less. And actually both are probably true since I'm the type to work 16 hour days sometimes for a week or a month at a time, only then to take weeks off. So yeah, I don't know. This should be interesting. And again, if you're on my mailing list, you'll probably hear my updates there. And if you're not on my mailing list, you should come check it out. You get free stuff from me, you're entered to win a book every month and more. And it's really easy and free to join. You can visit oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there. Or you can text the word optimal to the number 44222 for a faster way to join. It's a really nice way to show some support for this podcast. I'm sorry, this intro is getting a little long, especially for Minimalist Monday. So let's get to the post and start optimizing your life. Three Essential Steps for Letting Go with More Ease by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. I've been letting go slowly and consistently for almost 10 years. I started with food, letting go of animal protein and milk to reduce stress and inflammation in my body, then focused on stuff and clutter, letting go of about 50% of our stuff. And then came the debt and all of my beliefs around money. I let go of thinking that owning more was the answer. I let go of thinking that I would always have student loan debt, credit card debt, and a car loan. All of that letting go set the stage for a happier, healthier life and more letting go. Four years ago, I let go of a long career in sales and advertising to make a business of my own. Two and a half years later, we let go of a 2,000 square foot home and most of the furniture inside. We let go of several bedrooms, an office, big kitchen, dining room, living room, family room, garage, attic, shed, and yard 
and moved into a 750-square-foot apartment with no storage. We let go of even more stuff and the idea that downsizing and living with less was a step in the wrong direction. We let go of the idea that what we owned defined who we are. We don't miss any of the things we let go of, and we are happier and healthier than we were when we had much more of everything. Letting go isn't the problem. The more I hear about struggles around letting go, the more I think letting go is not the problem. The problem is thinking about letting go. When we think about letting go, our minds go crazy. We think, I might need that someday. My children might want that. It's a waste of money to let go. What will people think? I should save it just in case. It's too late for change. We convince ourselves that letting go is too hard. What if we changed our focus and started thinking about what's on the other side of letting go? On the other side of letting go is time, space, freedom, peace, possibility, ease, health, happiness. Don't those things sound better than holding on? If you struggle with letting go, ask yourself if letting go is really the issue or if the issue is your thoughts about letting go, thoughts that might not be true. Then try these three essential steps for letting go. Number one, change your mind. Before you can let go of your stuff, you'll need to let go of why you think holding on is a better option. Challenge your beliefs by writing them down. Identify three things you are holding on to and answer the following questions on paper. Why is it important for me to keep this? What is the worst thing that will happen if I let go? Is it making me happy to hold on? What's on the other side of letting go? Number two, be curious. How do you really want to spend your time? What if you got rid of so much stuff that you could live in a smaller space, spend less on living expenses, and free up time taking care of a bigger home? If you had the freedom to work less or work more doing something you really cared about, how would that impact your health and relationships? What if instead of working so hard to make ends meet, you could simply have fewer ends? Be curious and don't be afraid to ask the questions that start with, wouldn't it be crazy if? Number three, build strength. Start with the easy stuff and go slowly. Build your letting go muscles by donating clothes that don't fit, kitchen appliances you don't use, and stuff you've collected for sports or hobbies that don't interest you anymore. Noticing the benefits of letting go of those easier things will strengthen your muscles to let go of something more challenging. If after a few weeks you notice you feel a little lighter and are enjoying more space, or that you don't miss the items you gave up, let go again. Give these three steps a try and see for yourself if letting go is as hard as you think. Don't be surprised if you find out that letting go is much more rewarding than holding on. You just listened to the post titled Three Essential Steps for Letting Go with More Ease by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. This is definitely something I'm working on. And like most people, I do struggle with getting rid of some things. So hopefully you found this useful like I did. And I'll keep this short since the intro was long, but one last time, you can show some support for this podcast if you join the OLD family that's my mailing list, over at oldpodcast.com. It's a really nice way and free way to show that you like what you hear. And that's it. Have a great start to your week, and I will catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Oh,